Bandy, a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, my name is Van D. Inspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to the Van D podcast. I'm super excited because our topic today is something that's very dear to me. It's my career in real estate and this is the third part of a three-part series of 23 crucial points to guarantee your success in real estate. I feel like the most blessed man on the planet. I got into real estate when I was 23 years old, and I fell in love with it. it it's not always been easy, but I fell in love with selling real estate. And Almost four decades later, I'm still doing it, and I'm trying to help other people. I am helping other people become great at this industry. So, like I say, this is the part three of a three-part series. Hopefully, you enjoyed the other two podcasts. Um, I do want to recap real quick before we go and start that is uh, – the number one crucial point all the way to number 13, which is what I've already done. I did uh, part one of this series. I talked about understand why you picked this career and develop a passion for real estate. Make a commitment to real estate. Think of ways you can stand out from other real estate professionals. Ask for help in accomplishing your goals. Invest 15 minutes a day in expanding your knowledge and join groups of like-minded people. So that was the, the very first part in uh, 23 Crucial Points to Guarantee Your Success in Real Estate. And then in podcast two, part two of three, we talked about learn from successful sales professionals, be accessible to your customers, enter every transaction with a positive experience mentality, under-promise and over-deliver. Understand that your mission is to build relationships. And then finally on podcast, uh, part two was seek and accept constructive criticism and feedback. So now we're at the part three of a three-part series on 23 crucial points to guarantee your success in real estate. And I want to start out with number 14, and that's be honest. I want to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing, nothing worse than to be purchasing the biggest investment of your life, most people's lives, and that's real estate, and working with an agent that you're not comfortable with if they're being dishonest. So you want them right away to know you're honest. And one of the ways, one of the many, many ways that you can think of is don't act like you know everything. I want to tell you something. I have gained people's confidence by saying I don't know for instance if somebody says to me do you know how old the air conditioner is in this home I am so not afraid to say I don't I'll find out and I'll get back with you so many people say in every industry so many people say I think so I assume so you know what that scares the heck out of me immediately I don't want anybody assuming or thinking so I want them to give me the facts, and I can't tell you how many times I've built customers' trust in my career when they ask me a question and I flat out say, I don't know. Now, I want to tell you something. Just two days ago, 
I'm working with some buyers on, on a home. They asked me several questions. Now, after almost four decades, don't, you know, you would probably think I know most of the answers. Well, I don't. But I must have said several times, I don't know, but I'll find out. So one of the ways to build, to build trust with your clients is be honest. That's number 14. So 15, make it fun for you and your customers. All of us humans have at least one thing in common. We like to have a good time, no matter what we're doing. So use your imagination to find ways to make your real estate career fun for you and your customers. If your customers see that you're enjoying your career and you're having a great time, um, then it's going to make their experience with you that much better. Creating the attitude that you are excited to go to work instead of having to go to work will make your career much more enjoyable. In addition, customers will pick up on your positive attitude and enjoy dealing with you. It may seem that this point and a lot of others in this, in this podcast are common sense and that everyone in real estate knows them. Well, guess what? They don't. That's why I point these out. You know, a lot of times people forget the fundamentals. So trying to make it enjoyable and fun for the people you do business with selling real estate or in any business should be a high priority to you. Number 16, connect with people who can promote you. Now, be sure to pay attention because I'm about to make a point that is absolutely critical to your success in real estate. I believe in treating people in our industry with maximum respect every time you have an opportunity to interact with them. Now, this includes fellow associates in your firm as well as agents from other companies. However, you don't need to socialize or hang out with them during your free time. I was known and kind of had a label that I don't hang out with real estate agents. I didn't go to the real estate happy hours. I didn't go to the real estate parties. And I want to tell you why. If I'm going to take the time out of, out of my busy day, which is time is valuable for all of us, I'm going to be around people that can promote me and help my career. What am I going to gain by going to a group or uh, an event where it's nothing but, that's nothing but realtors? As much as I'm grateful for all of them and I, I respect them and there's times that I do spend time with people in my industry, I'm talking about when you're making time to go to events, social events, happy hours, make sure you are connecting with people that can promote you. I'm not telling you to stay away from having fun with other realtors because there's a lot of great fun people in the real estate industry. I'm just saying be around people that can promote you. As a mentor in this industry, I focus on helping real estate professionals who want to reach their goals. Well, time is our enemy. There's not enough time for all the things that we want to do. So use your time wisely and go to events that are going to benefit you and that people at that event can help promote you. Number 17. 17 of the crucial points to guarantee your success in real estate is have a concierge mindset. Be a source of information. Let your customers or, or potential customers 
know that you are the most reliable source in the community for real estate information. If they have a question regarding real estate, make sure they are comfortable contacting you first. If you don't have the information they need, let them know that you will either track it down or direct them to find the answer or the solution. So your goal, when I say have a concierge mindset, your goal is to be their real estate professional. Just like they have a dentist, they have a doctor, they have a veterinarian, you want them to, to use and look at you as you're their real estate expert. I can't tell you how many times I've told people, I know you're not in, interested in buying a house or selling a house right now, but if you ever see a house that you're curious about, and just curiosity only, you call me and I'll look it up and I'll give you the information. Why? Because I want to have that concierge mindset. So that just solidifies them looking at you as their real estate expert. Okay, so number 18, be an accommodating real estate professional. Now, what I mean by that is these days, everyone seems to lead hectic and busy lives with very little downtime. One of the best ways to show your buyers and sellers that you understand the demands of their time is to let them know that you are flexible and accommodating. For example, you might say something like this, Bob, I understand how busy you and Julie are with work and family, so please know that I will try to accommodate your schedule for phone calls or in-person meetings as much as anyone possibly can. So that sounds simple to you, and it is that simple. But if you don't tell them that, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't let them know that I'm going to accommodate your busy lifestyle. They won't know it, and it, it, it stays with them and lets them know that you're all about them, but you've got to make that statement. I am available to accommodate your busy schedule. Enough said on that. Number 19, never, ever stop reassuring your customers. I can't reiterate enough how important it is to understand that this is probably the biggest investment your customers will ever make in their lives. So making reassuring statements is incredibly critical. This is important not only because your customers are vulnerable to buyer's remorse, but also because they need to know they made a good decision. Help them feel good about their decision they made by reaffirming their reason or reasons for buying or selling their house in the first place. As often as you feel it necessary, make reassuring, positive, short statements. I love making short, meaningful bullets. And here's just a couple examples. I really hear wonderful comments about the school your son will be going to next year. You must be excited about moving into a newer home with all the updated amenities. It sure is going to be a great feeling knowing you won't be throwing your money away paying rent anymore. And as simple as, you sure made a great decision. So, number 19, never stop reassuring your customers. Number 20, be assertive without being pushy. I'm not a pushy guy, and a lot of people think because of my status in the real estate world and being ranked nationally, that I was a major closer. Well, newsflash, 
I wasn't. Actually, I was, but not a pushy closer. I had my own way of doing it because no one likes pushy people, especially someone who is trying to push you into a real estate transaction. Having said this, I need to point out that making strong, bold suggestions about what would be very good for your customers will always be more than acceptable in my book. Bold, strong statements. You will find that a lot of buyers and sellers need a third-party voice like you to give them guidance and direction on what is best for them. I can't tell you how many times in my career I've taken the laid-back approach of not bothering someone or giving them plenty of time before, you know, giving them a call, only to find out that they went ahead and bought a home from somebody else. I would absolutely be crushed. It would really bum me out, and I'd be mad at myself for not making that phone call or sending that email sooner. You can stay in close touch with your prospects without coming across as pushy if you have something of value to tell them. So when you know you've got prospects, think of something of value that you can stay in touch with them instead of just hounding them um, if they're ready to buy or sell yet. You can contact with information on interest rates or a new property you're excited about or maybe just real estate news in general. You know, the old saying, if you snooze, you lose, is absolutely true in real estate sales. If you don't stay in constant touch with your prospects, your loss will be someone else's gain. You will miss out on a commission and most likely you're going to lose a referral source. So one, I'm just going to give you one example of ways that I'm not pushy, but I'm also direct and to the point. When I hear a buyer say, you know, this is our favorite home. We really, really like it. We're going to go home and think about it. And I'm one of the first guys to say, that's great. Let me know what your thoughts are. But I do want to point out this because this has happened to me in my career. Mr. and Mrs. Jones, what if you call me tomorrow? And here's what I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen. I'm setting the mindset. What if I, what if Mr. and Mrs. Jones, what if you call me tomorrow and you say, Van, we want to go back and look at that house that we love so much a couple days ago that you showed us. And I get on the phone and I call up the agent. And the agent says it's sold. Mr. and Mrs. Jones, how are you going to feel if I tell you that it's sold? Are you going to be bummed out? Or is it, is it not going to bother you? I want to tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. Nine out of ten times, they're going to look at each other and they're going to say, you know what? We don't want to lose this house. Let's go ahead and write an offer. So this is my definition of not being pushy but being to the point and getting my message home. Try this and watch what happens to your business, making strong, bold suggestions. Number 22, take time to explain real estate terminology to your customers. We are not good at this in our industry. We assume that people know what the MLS is. We assume that people know that when you have GRI after your name, that that means the graduate of the Real Estate Institute. Never assume that your buyers and sellers are familiar with industry abbreviations or real estate terminology. 
Let me tell you something. If they don't understand what you're talking about, they might be reluctant to ask questions because they don't want to look ignorant. And if they feel uncomfortable or confused because you haven't explained things to them, they're unlikely to be your customers for very long. So explain abbreviations and things like what happens at a closing. Don't assume that they know what the buyer's responsibility are and what the, and what the seller's responsibilities are. The more you educate your customers about your terminology, the more comfortable they will feel with you. And I want to tell you something. Not a lot of people do this. I want to tell you also something that I did that I don't know too many people do. It was customary for me to sit down with my first-time buyers and explain the entire process from A to Z before we ever looked at a house. I would meet with them at their, at their apartment, their house, or my office. I went over the purchase agreement with them and discussed all the addendums we would be signing. My purpose was to make them feel so comfortable so they could see how easy it is so that when we did find the home they wanted to, to buy, they were not intimidated by the paperwork or terminology. This is one of the most important reasons why the overwhelming majority of my transactions went very smoothly and I rarely had buyer's remorse. Okay, we are at number 23, which is the final crucial point to guarantee your success in real estate. Drum roll, please. Okay, number 23. I don't care if you're the best agent, top producer, most productive. Never stop developing your sales skills. Number 23. Never stop developing your sales skills. Are you a realtor with a salesperson's license or a salesperson with a real estate license? There's a big difference. I'm asking this question to you all because your answer will determine your level of success selling real estate. We have all heard the words, he's a born salesman. But as much as I believe that some of us are born with more salesmanship characteristics than others, we have all heard the words born salesman. But as much as I believe that some of us are born with more salesmanship characteristics than others, I firmly believe everyone who wants to become a salesperson can do, can do so. I personally, which you guys probably already know, I'm a true salesman. But I can't say for sure if I was born this way because I can't remember back that far. <laughs> Regardless, if you have the drive, desire, and determination to be successful at selling real estate, then you will. No ifs, ands, or buts. Bottom line, those are the three foundational characteristics that will make you successful in this industry. Let me repeat it. Drive, desire, and determination are also the three characteristics that are necessary to become a good salesperson in any field. I didn't know much about selling real estate when I first got in the business in the early 80s, but I wanted to find out as much as I could. The key phrase here is, I wanted to. Then after I got my feet wet by learning the basics and fundamentals, I wanted to become really, really good at it. I learned as much as I possibly could about being a good salesman. 
And then I practiced and I practiced and I practiced. Not by role-playing, but by trying different methods with actual customers to see what was effective and what wasn't. And you know, just like you all, I started reading sales books, motivational quotes, and inspiring stories. I attended company sales meetings, and I tracked down anything I could think of that might help me improve my salesmanship. If you truly want to be a successful salesperson, then you must understand that it's a never-ending process. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you something. Part of the reasons, many reasons why I've enjoyed this extremely successful career in real estate is because I never want to quit learning. You know, most people that have been doing it as long as I have, have the ability to say, I already know that. I know that. I know that. And I try to go into every situation, even when I'm mentoring a brand new agent, I want to walk away from there learning something from them, not just me mentoring and educating real estate professionals to be top producers. I go into every meeting wanting to learn something. So when I tell you to never stop learning and developing your skills, that is so, so important, and it's enjoyable. So this wraps up my 23 crucial points to guarantee your success in real estate. And ladies and gentlemen, this is my passion. This is my career. This is my fun. Real estate puts a smile on my face. If you ever want coaching by a proven, successful real estate person, I'm your guy. Check me out at vandeep.com. And please make sure that you subscribe to my podcast. I will always have exciting, empowering, and inspiring podcasts and content that is guaranteed to make your career better. This wraps up the 23 crucial points to guarantee your success in real estate. Thank you so much for being with me today. Hope to have you back soon. A Parkville Media Production.